Welcome to a special episode of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry focusing on God's unconditional love and grace. Today we're continuing to bring you highlights from the 2018 Healing is Here conference held at Andrews Karras Bible College in Woodland Park, Colorado. God has already given you the power that you need to be healed. You don't need God to give you something more. And now, here's Andrew. This week, we're going to be going to our Healing is Here conference that we did back in August of 2018, and we're going to be playing some of these programs. It'll be a little bit different than my normal program where I'm just sitting here teaching, but it was really powerful. We saw over a thousand people healed. We probably had 1,700 people that came to this conference, and it was really powerful. So watch this, open up your heart, and expect to receive from God. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, one of the problems is that we don't realize we're in a battle. We are passive, we're complacent, and we need to hate evil. Proverbs 8, 13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. If you don't hate evil, you do not fear the Lord. And evil isn't just demonic things. Evil is sickness. Sickness is evil. Poverty is evil. Depression is evil. Sorrow and grief is evil. All of these, anything that came as a result of sin, the wages of sin is death. And anything that came as a result of sin is death. It's evil and you ought to hate it. I hate it. Now I can't control other people. I can influence other people. And that's what I do through my ministry. And I've seen lots of people set free. But I, you know, I can... Look at you, and if you're tolerating sickness and poverty and depression and stuff like that, that's not going to affect me because I understand you've got a choice. And I, I can't force you. But when it comes to me, I can control me. And I am just not going to be sick. I refuse to be sick. I don't believe in being sick. I hadn't been sick in 50 years other than when I overdid myself and strained myself like I was talking to... Carly and I was kind of encouraging her to pace herself because she's ministered 32 times in two weeks. One time I ministered 40 times one week and then 41 times the next week and I got so tired I had to crawl into bed and I laid there for a day just trying to get my strength back and I got feeling pretty good so I went out and split a cord of wood and that wasn't smart and I got a sinus infection and I had to deal with that for a couple of days. And st that, that's about the only thing I've dealt with in 50 years. I don't get sick. I don't believe in being sick. You know, I hate throwing up. When I was a kid, I threw up. But man, when I found out that I had control, I don't throw up. You, I would die before I'd throw up. You cannot make me throw up. I will not throw up. <laughs> Jamie and I have been married for 45 years and just a few weeks or months after we got married, I threw up one time and she said, now I know why you hate throwing up. Because <laughs> man, I'm not one of these people that stick my finger down my throat to make it happen. I'm a toilet hugger. I'll roll on the floor. And <laughs> I, it, I hate, I hate being sick. I hate it. And there's only been a couple of times in the last 50 years that I felt like throwing up. And the moment I feel that, I get healed. <laughs> I wake up, I get healed. I get serious. I don't do it. 
Some of you, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, then throw up. <laughs> but I'm just saying you can control yourself. You can believe God. You don't have to live. You don't have to live with sickness. Jamie and I, you know, we see an advertisement on television. Go ask your doctor. I'm like, who's got a doctor? Who has a, who has a doctor? If I was to get sick, I wouldn't know who to go to because I haven't ever been to a doctor. I've got Dr. Bird down here. He's on my board of directors. I'm not against doctors. I love doctors. If it wasn't for doctors, all the Christians would be dead. So I'm not against <laughs> doctors. But I'm just saying, leave the doctors for people that don't know who they are and know what they have. If you know who you are, why do you go and let people cut on you and poke you and shoot you with needles and take sickness, uh, take medicine that if the sickness doesn't kill you, the medicine will kill you. I know many of you think I'm weird, but I think you're weird. I think you're weird to have the same power on the inside of you that raised Christ from the dead and you act like a person that is just like everybody else, like your neighbor over here that doesn't have the supernatural healing power of God. You don't have the raising from the dead power on the inside of you. Why would you live that way? You know, I, a year or two ago, I was unscrewing the lid on a jar and man, my hand hurt. I mean, it hurt when I started to grip that thing. And I don't know, it's like Carly was talking about, you self-diagnose. I don't know what it was, but the first thought that hit me was arthritis. <laughs> and you know what? I just turned 69 and I guess most people by the time they're in their 60s have something, but I, I'm not believing for it. So you know what I did? I put that thing back on and took it off a hundred times. In the name of Jesus, this hand is healed. And I fought that thing. And I I refused to have arthritis. You know, I was in Norway the last couple of weeks and I, I mean, I had pain in my left foot. I don't know what it was. And most people would sit there and try and diagnose it, what it is and do something. You know what I did? I, my foot hurt so bad I could hardly stand. So you know what I did? I went walking five miles. You resist the devil. You don't give place to it. And man, I can't feel anything today. I mean, I'm healed. It took a day or two and I dealt with some things, but man, I just, ref I am not going to be sick. I am not going to be decrepit. I am going to get older because if you don't get older, you aren't with us anymore. Amen. <laughs> but I'm not going to get sick and disease. I just do not believe in that stuff. I hate it. I'm mad at it. I've had people before, don't talk that way. The devil might hear. He might come after you. And I say, I hope he turns around. I'm chasing him. If he comes at me, I'll cut his head off with the word of God. Amen. And I know there's a lot of, well, I'm just not that kind of a person. Well, then die. Be sick. Just die. You're going to go to heaven. It's okay. I don't know why people ever come to hear me preach. I rub people the wrong way, but you know what? 
I, I, there's not, I doubt if there's anybody in this auditorium that can hold a candle to my experience of healing. You can sit there and argue with it, but I've seen my son raised from the dead. I've seen my wife raised from the dead. I've seen three other people raised from the dead. We've seen other people receive this. The guy who runs our school in the Brez Chilney, Russia, he just saw three people raised from the dead in April, in one month. We've seen dozens of people raised from the dead, uh, probably scores of people raised from the dead through our Bible schools and stuff. I tell you, we've got power that we aren't using. And one of the things that limits God flowing in us is just our passiveness and not stirring ourselves up. I'm telling you, you need to be angry and sin not. The next verse, verse 27 says, neither give place to the devil. If you aren't angry, you are giving place to the devil. If you are passive, you are giving place to the devil. You got to stir yourself up. You know, I want to play a video for you right now. This is a video about Gina Boop. And they are illustrating exactly what I'm talking about, about just taking, not taking no for an answer that you stand and you refuse to allow all of these other things that come in to affect you. And I think this will be a real blessing to you. So watch this video about the healing of Gina Boop. The neurologist comes in, he, he examines her and tells me, once we put the little hole in her head to relieve the pressure from the aneurysm, 10% chance she survives that. If she survives that, she won't come out of the operating room the next morning. I said, you know, those are great facts, but uh, Jesus Christ has healed her 2,000 years ago. She's going to be just fine. And he looked at me and said, do you understand what I'm telling you? To see God's will come to pass, you have to be willing to look crazy. When Bud's wife Gina fell into a coma from a sudden stage five brain aneurysm, he did not care what the doctor's report said or if his beliefs offended those around him. All Bud cared about was seeing God's will come to pass through his wife's full recovery. This is the story of how the friends and partners of Andrew Womack Ministries helped one family from Phoenix, Arizona, believe God's word in the midst of an impossible situation. This is the healing journey of Gina Boop. I get to the hospital, doctors are asking my dad questions. I reminded him, you know, everything that we had read about healing, you know, we need to stand on that. I was thinking, okay, with long life will I satisfy you? And I I remember at the time I was thinking, okay, so this is, this is not long life. Dr. Sapphire goes in and he tells me that there's a, there's a Y in the back of her head. The aneurysm was right in between the Y. One goes to walking, one goes to talking. He said, which one do you want me to cut off? I remember in one of Andrew's teachings, he said, how you start a battle is usually how you finish it. So I thought, I've got to stand strong and this is where I'll start from. And I said, cut off walking. It doesn't matter, she'll be, she'll be fine. He said, no, she'll need assistance when she walks, if she ever walks again. And I said, no doc, she's been healed 2000 years ago by Jesus Christ, she's gonna be just fine. And he kind of looked at me with a blank stare. 
Knowing Gina's life depended on the Holy Spirit guiding the brain surgeons, Bud called his family physician, Dr. Douglas Bales, and had him talk with the head neurologist, Dr. Sapphire. Unknown to the neurologist at the time, Dr. Bales was also a fan of Andrew's teachings and believed wholeheartedly in the healing power of Jesus. He shared what was going on, said there's less than a 10% chance of living here based on what he could see. Explained the situation, what he was to do, and I said, Dr. Sapphire, can I pray with you? And so he prayed for him and said um, in his prayer, something to the effect of, you know, I think that you're going to go in, you're going to see things that you didn't think you'd see. It's going to turn out better than you thought you ever could have it turn out. And then it's gonna be a miraculous result. I didn't know what Dr. Sapphire's religious background was, if he was even open, but he accepted and... And said, okay, and, and walked into the operating room. When he came out, he said, we've made a giant leap forward, but 25% chance she makes it through the next three days. And I said, so you're saying I'm one of the 25? And he said, well, I guess, but she's gonna have seizures. And I said, no, doc, she's not. She's not gonna have seizures. She's been healed by Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. She's gonna be just fine. That night, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. I said, dear God, you know, I need I need some visions of where are we going to be? What are we going to be doing? And uh, I remember that night I went to sleep and first thing I have a dream of is my wife and I walking through Costco. And I thought, oh wow, my favorite store. And then uh, we're playing at the park with our dog Bentley and we're throwing the ball and playing catch with him and we're walking different places and I remember waking up in the morning and just thinking, okay, I got this. The day after surgery, Bud had called Andrew Womack and Andrew just prayed a beautiful prayer of faith and declaring Gene to be healed. I speak encouragement to Bud and I believe that there is just a gift of faith, your supernatural gift of faith, rising up on the inside of him to be able to look beyond every negative thing that is said, what he may see with his eyes. And Father, we just believe your word, that you want us well, that you've already provided this for Gina. And so Bud and I agree, and we speak this healing There were a lot of aspects as far as the prayer was concerned that I didn't quite understand, you know, that he would be able to look past the doctor's reports. And I'm thinking, why are you telling me all this? Because she's healed, this is, this is a done deal. I didn't realize that along the way there were these things that I would come up against and that I had to be prepared. We would put in Alan and Debbie Moore and I was trying to figure where she gathering her strength from. I just opened my Bible and I said, God, I said, what is it that you, what is it that I need to know now? And he gave me Romans 8, 6. Debbie, he said, you can do this carnally and bring death, or you can do this spiritually and bring life. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and truth. And it was a black and white situation. Any negative thing or any negative people that are there, you need to either clear them out or you need to any negative thing that's spoken over Gina, you need to make sure you counteract that. Every day we'd go in there, okay, today she's gonna wake up. And if she didn't by the next day, okay, she's gonna wake up today. We just said that and expected it. 
We had a pictorial of Gina at the end of the bed, so each nurse knew, this is who you're dealing with. You're not dealing with what you see there in the bed. You know, we look cuckoo to the doctors. I would rather us look cuckoo than lose my mom. We had one doctor who came in the room with all of his interns, and he started speaking all the stuff about Gina. And I said, if you have anything else to say as far as Gina's concerned, say it outside the room, because none of that's going to happen to her. She's been healed by Jesus Christ. And when you walk away from this, you're gonna go, holy cow, this is a miracle. One of the nurses who was on the floor suggested that maybe the doctor would wanna to speak to me. He said, let me put it this way. She's the sickest patient in any hospital in the city of Phoenix right now. And he looked at me and he said, and I'm telling you, she is not walking out of this hospital alive. And I need your help in helping your friend accept that fact and come to terms with it. I remember thinking, man, you don't know my friend, bud. These are not things that he just, like beliefs that he just adopted in the last week or two since his wife got sick. These are things he's believed in for years. This is the way this man is wired. I've been in a lot of hospitals and I've been in a lot of hospital rooms, but that room was one of the most faith-filled environments I'd ever stepped into in my life. While holding on to the promise that God wanted Gina well, Bud only allowed visitors who believed the same. Of these visitors was his niece, Jenny, whom Bud introduced to Andrew's teachings when she was pregnant with twins who were diagnosed with hypoplastic heart syndrome. Years later, with her twins alive and well, Jenny was happy to return the favor. I would just read over her all the time, scriptures, and we'd pray together. We'd pray Andrew's prayer over her, listen in scriptures, and then we would just share. We'd just share testimonies and how God's been such a blessing in our lives, and that's what we kind of focused on a lot. Jenny brought all the Andrew Womack books. I mean, I busted through, you've already got it. There was a particular page in chapter 10 would speak directly to what I was looking for. So I took a picture of it. So each time I would, I would have something come up, I'd go back down and I'd read that page again. From there, you know, we believed that God had already provided her healing. It was just a matter of it manifesting into the physical, even if it took longer than, you know, Jesus just raising her from the bed that she was in. One day we opened up her eyes and we we're both just a foot away from her. And she goes like this and looks at both of us. I woke up and I'm like, what the heck? You know, why is he doing that? And then Rachel showed me, mom, here's where you've been. I didn't realize that I'd been in a coma. I didn't realize that it'd been weeks. After spending six grueling weeks in the hospital, Bud was finally able to bring Gina home though a few symptoms still lingered from the brain aneurysm, which left her with a severely crossed eye and difficulty walking without assistance. Knowing that Jesus had paid for her complete healing, Bud and Rachel opted to give Gina their own form of rehab. Bud and Rachel began their occupational therapy, physical therapy, everything they did themselves. We went to a trainer, Lance Dreer, and he worked on every muscle that I had. Gina's a rare individual. She didn't take no as an answer. Anytime a person has a disability, the outlook is inc incredibly critical. Of course, their attitude was always positive, never saw it once negative. People would say she may walk, but she'll need assistance. And we were searching for those scriptures. Where's that partial healing that G Jesus did? Where did he just kind of 
leave the blind man with one blind eye and one, one eye where he could see through and, and oh, it's not there. When they, people were healed, they were healed completely. It's up to you to start acknowledging what God has done. And you stand up and take your authority and use some faith and begin to believe that death and life are in the power of the tongue and speak to those cancers, curse it, resist the devil and command him to get out of your life. Today, Gina is completely well. Not only can she walk without any assistance, her eyesight is completely normal. And there are no side effects left from her stage five brain aneurysm. Being nothing short of a miracle, her healing has left doctors both baffled and inspired. For someone even to survive a brain aneurysm is incredible. Okay, and if they do survive it and they don't have a limitation or they have a severe disability, is even more incredible, all right? But in her case, you look at her, you say, what happened? I can't really see that. He would go outside the room and he would say, Doc, there's gonna be a holy cow demonstration, as that was his famous sentence. We still laugh about it, but she definitely had a great outcome. I'd say this is the victory of a prayerful man. He had true faith in God. And he, was, he believed in Jesus Christ and his miraculous healing power. He was the key. He, he did that. The facts as presented to us by the world around us are not the facts. You know, the facts are what Scripture declares to be true. And Bud's story, I think, is an amazing encouragement and a reminder to us all to keep our eyes focused on the provision of God that's made through Jesus Christ. I think the only thing that I would share is how important it is that we renew our minds daily, that you learn and make it a part of you. I have since gotten married and I've had a baby and she's coached me through my pregnancy and how to be a good wife and gives me advice. Life today, every day is an adventure. I don't look at each day and take it for granted. I have my wife, the love of my life. Well, yeah, as far as Costco's concerned, we've been back there several times. And Gina's story is just one example of the countless lives that have been restored through the free teachings made available through Andrew Womack Ministries. To our friends and partners, we say thank you. Because of your support, one family from Phoenix, Arizona, was able to stand in faith in an otherwise impossible situation. All of you guys who are out there, we, we greatly appreciate everything that you've done. Um, I have my wife to thank you for, and I thank you as well. Let's welcome, let's welcome Bud and Gina Boop up here to the stage. Where are you guys? They're here someplace. Here she is right here. Is Bud here? Oh, Bud didn't come, it's just Gina. <laughs> But isn't she looking good for a dead woman? <laughs> Have you got Rachel? Just you. Would you like to say anything? Tell them about how this has changed it's, your life. It's been an honor. It's been a blessing. I think, you know, holy cow, he could take something so horrible 
Holy cow. That's Holy a, cow. That's a <laughs> right? boop expression. That's a huh? boop. <laughs> um, I know my husband has studied what Andrew has taught for probably close to 30 years now. And I remember I was working really, really hard at the time, and he's going, Gene, I'm really learning some great things. And I said, well, keep learning it, because we might need it someday. <laughs> so I'm very thankful that when that came upon me, he had it. He was, he was powerful. I'm thankful. So God is good, guys. And that's exactly it's what I was talking about. Man, he was committed, and he was not taking anything from anybody else. Yeah, great and doctors. I'm very thankful for him. But, but you had to stand against the unbelief. Work, you have right. to guard mm -hmm. your heart. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. awesome. You. you look awesome, Thank Gina. I feel good. Hey, God bless you. Isn't that, Isn't that great? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Be sure to tune in next week as we continue bringing you highlights from Karis Bible College's 2018 Healing is Here Conference. I'd like to encourage you to get our Healing is Here materials. We've got it in deep and CDs right here. We also have DVDs that were made at the conference, and we also have a USB here where you can get the entire conference on there. And I tell you, this was powerful. We saw lots of people healed. And the way that Daniel Amstutz and Carly Teradell's ministered along with all of our other guests and Audrey Mack, it was just a powerful time. You won't want to miss it. Our healing is here either on CD, DVD, or USB. Today, you viewed a portion of the 2018 Healing is Here conference. This conference in its entirety is available on either a CD or DVD album or on a USB drive for a gift of $49 or more when you contact us. This valuable product includes 16 powerful teachings that will build your faith to receive your own healing and help you minister healing to others. Also available is the free God Wants You Well booklet. This booklet answers common questions about healing and includes a list of every time Jesus healed someone in the Bible. This valuable resource is available to you for a limited time free of charge on our website at awmi.net. This offer is limited to one free booklet per household. You can order resources or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download many free resources. Or call our helpline at 719-635-1111. If the lines are busy, remember, you can order ministry materials or become a Grace Partner 24 hours a day, seven days a week at awmi.net. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. I'd like to invite you to come and join me this summer for our Summer Family Bible Conference. It's July the 1st through the 5th, and we are going to have a lot of different speakers. We have a youth ministry. It will bless you. It will encourage you and entertain you, and it's just going to be a great time for the entire family. Remember, it's July the 1st through the 5th, 2019, at our facilities in Woodland Park, Colorado.
like to encourage you to check out our inside story on our website. This is where we interview people behind the scenes, tell you about things going on with Caris Bible College, Andrew Womack Ministries. We interview people, we talk about outreaches that we have. We have nearly three years worth of Inside Stories archived there. We put out a new one every month. Go check it out at awmi.net and then check on the Inside Story. It'll be a blessing to you.